जय शिवाय फाइन ब्यूटिफुल मॉर्निंग टूडे हियर एंड लेट्स टॉक अबाउट द साइंस नाउ यू मे बी थिंकिंग ओ सो फाइनली फ्रॉम स्पिरिचुअलिटी टूडे वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट साइंस वेल लेट्स अंडरस्टैंड वट साइंस एक्चुअली इज द बेसिक कोर कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ science is that you experiment something okay and on the basis of you know something that you discovered initially or you heard or you read you create your sort of you come up with a hypothesis and then you come up with okay this is how i'm going to prove it these are the factors that i will control these are the things that i'll work with and then finally i'll be able to prove it either right or wrong true false this that whatever okay that this is how it is so it's about experimentation so initially when all these ancient insight givers or you can call them seers in india they were always experimenting okay experimenting with the existential reality the subtle aspect the subtle domain of life that's what they were experimenting with and then that's how they went on sharing the wisdom that they got after their experiments and it was mostly the experiment using their own consciousness experiments using uh, their own subtle body subtle existence the direct the elements that the human existence has and in relation to the cosmic elements cos different things that we have in cosmos so experiments related to that so the entire yogic science is based on one's own transformation first okay and then in that process you go on learning some things that is definitely that is going to be helpful for others as well so then you end up sharing with them through you know different kinds of uh, teachings one after the other so that is how the nature of the world was and mostly the major ashrams that we had in india were for the benefit of they were run by the those inside givers rishis and rishikas female rishis and uh, the purpose of everything was to uplift the humanity uplift in terms of spiritual growth means everybody becoming more and more conscious day by day okay and uh, uplift in terms of uh, you know social development how relationships should be how this should be how that should be then in terms of economic and economic growth economic development upliftment so this is all it was for the general mankind the entire thing was for the general mankind and they were very wary of those rishis rishikas and all those wisdom seers they were wary of the fact that knowledge in the hands of the wrong person 
पर्सन हु हैज संस्कार और चित्तवृत्तीज ऑफ फियर ग्रीड एंगर सम पावर ग्रीड फॉर पावर ग्रीड फॉर रिसोर्सेज ग्रीड फॉर दिस ग्रीड फॉर दैट इफ नॉलेज गेट्स इन टू द हैंड्स ऑफ सच पीपल दे विल नॉट ओनली डिस्ट्रॉय देयर ओन कर्मा दे विल डिस्टर्ब द पीस ऑफ द सोसाइटी दे विल डिस्टर्ब द दोज अदर पीपल हु आर रियली इंटरेस्टेड इन ट्रांसफॉर्मिंग दैम सेल्वस फॉर द बेटरमेंट ऑफ देयर ओन लाइफ देयर फैमिलीज लाइफ and the life of the society that they are living in so they were very very off and you can see due to power and the knowledge going into the hands of greedy people what it has done to the world we need not to say that right you know how much mining has happened everywhere all around for gold for this mineral for that mineral when atomic power came Because uh, knowledge, right? Knowledge went into the hands of somebody who can actually drop a bomb. Then some other power came, some other power came, and this and that. So they were very wary of that. That whatever they are developing, whatever wisdom that they are able to propound, all that should be the upliftment of humanity. And every civilization that went through the towards the higher and higher and higher levels of consciousness global consciousness when it increased and increased and increased definitely the world became a better place isn't it even if today you see people those who are if they are in power but they are not there for greed or something they are truly there to serve the people rarely you do find such people in these days but <coughs> they are able to change the society they are able to implement the rules the laws which actually uplift the humanity right so science was like that in other words now we can call this kind of science as a democratic science science of people for the people by the people by the those people those who have studied uh, and have done years and years and years of study on one thing and that is how ayurveda came out you know and that is how lots of other ancient practices came out so and this whole way of how things should be experimented what the how the law should be how we should argue and prove that certain kind of a direct experience is actually a direct experience and not an imagination of the seeker or a yogi how we should discern that all that was very nicely explained explained in vaisheshika the shad darshan we have the six philosophies that we have so shad darshan and uh, you know vaisheshika and sankhya darshan and yoga darshan and uh, mimamsa so all those things were very carefully drafted there that how one should go about direct experience what constitutes a direct experience it's not just the physical body or anything it includes the entire existence that you are in connection with the cosmic existence so it's not something very small okay so it was explained all there and that is how they went about doing their experiments and things were acceptable largely to the population because no even there were 
mistakes in those times and they were experimenting more on how to convert any metal to gold right how to use it for use the mercury or the gold or some precious metals for the uh, health of the person physical body or how to use it to in how to use different kinds of plants and herbs to the to uplift the consciousness of the person so or to treat him for different sicknesses and illnesses that one may have or even to fix the karmic karmic stuff karmic template for somebody so this was the nature of democratic science it was for the people and by the people nobody was controlling it you go to one ashram you can learn to be a mystic and alchemist or something like that you go to another ashram and there but no matter where you go in whichever ashram you went or gurukul you went in ancient times the primary thing was the subject means you it was your transformation now you may become it, it it's like you know yes you are transforming yourself day by day day by day day by day and while doing so you may discover other existential truth you may gain wisdom about the cosmos the planets the meditation this yoga or this or that anything so it was your journey nobody was trying to take the world from here point a to point b everybody was individually responsible and focused on enhancing their life through wisdom pure wisdom not some kind of a you know censored controlled kind of wisdom no pure wisdom how you can live off of the planet without destroying the climate without destroying the nature without destroying how you can give back or contribute towards the towards mother earth towards the nature towards the environment that we are living in without destroying it to the extent that okay planet decides to balance itself and tsunami happens and all kinds of things happen so nobody was doing science to destroy other people so that is how it was in ancient times so it was democratic science and it was for the good good of the mankind in general then the time cycle changed yoga changed right and we all landed in kali yuga where there the less conscious people were there means largely the population consisted of people those who had very very deeply embedded sanskaras of those five things abhinivesha means fear resistance to change um anger and control excessive control of everything and anything resources insecurities of all types and struggle for power within authority this that greed greed for money greed for resources greed for image greed for you know social image and greed for what not so all that happened so change yoga was changed raga strong raga moha attachments strong attachments to the material side of the world that happened dwesha anybody who tried to break break other people's attachment <laughs> 
they became an enemy of that person. So Duesha, lot of Duesha happened. And then Asmita identities, one after the other, the kind of identities that exist in today's world or in the last 500 years in people. It's just gigantic actually. Every person has like minimum 10 heads. <laughs> so the world changed in this way. Then because it was science, you know, Science was about figuring out this truth and that that truth. So in Europe, a sort of a power struggle happened because Europe didn't have, Europe was learning that, you know, this country has gold, that country has this, and this much gold, that much gold. So a lot of conquest and colonization happened. And for that colonization, due to that colonization, all the wisdom of science started coming to the European countries, those who were the colonizers to them. And then they said, okay, but now the wisdom that they were taking to the Europe was the wisdom which existed from tens and thousands of years when the consciousness of the people was very high. It was written at that time, right? Vedas, Upanishads and you see all these Shad Darshan, six philosophies. It's a long, long time ago because they were taking something, the wisdom that belonged to a civilization, ancient civilizations. India or you can say Hindu civilization is a very ancient civilization. So they were taking something. Same thing with Mayans, Aztecs, Mayans. They were taking the wisdom or the Native Americans, indigenous Americans or the indigenous Australians actually. Ancient civilization. They, they harbored the knowledge, the wisdom. They guarded very much. They tried to guard it. But then when they were colonized, all that wisdom went there. Now, the yuga changed. People had less consciousness, not because yuga changed. It's just that when we say that, it's not that because of the time cycle change, people have less consciousness. No. Time cycle change means people with deep, dark tendencies and mental and emotional behavior patterns are allowed to take the body in these times when it's Kali Yuga. After all, they should be given a chance to, right? That's what everybody who is a criminal or people try to rehabilitate them in, back into the society. So it's the same thing. No matter what crimes or what how much hardened mental, emotional, behavioral pattern you harbor, you should be given a chance. So Kali Yuga is such a time when people with less consciousness or dark, deep, dark mental, emotional, behavioral patterns are allowed to be taken allowed to take the human body so when that knowledge that wisdom reached Europe they realized oh I don't understand this this is wrong that is right and people started experimenting using that wisdom but they would reach nowhere first of all because they disconnected the wisdom the knowledge from the 
system pro system the gurukul system the <clears throat> ancient ashram system from the gurus they disconnected it that so there was nobody to guide you right on top of that those who were traveling for wisdom like columbus like dar charles darwin these people they just you know in one way or the other kaliyam they just wanted to be in the good books of the royalty the power structure the monarchy the colonizers the army so they just wanted to be in the good books of so they said okay these countries are savages you know people are savages and they can be colonized and enslaved and they have no idea and in europe until that time power was power and religion was religion there used to be a mix of religion and power in a way there is always a strong mix of religion and power in every place and country and area but uh, mostly then it was decided in 1650 50s the struggle started for you know centralizing or standardizing the wisdom that we receive from other countries they didn't have their own way of they they were not a civilization europe was not a civilization in that point from last few hundred years the way indian civilization existed or mayans existed or you know aztecs existed nowhere close to that instead of big gap very far away from all that so then they said okay let's how about we standardize everything and the monarchy said okay whatever today whatever you are going to experiment the labs of those experiments will be controlled by royalty british you can say britishers the the queen the king it will be controlled by that by the power people and whatever experiment you do whatever your discoveries and findings are it must benefit the royalty it must help us keep on extracting gold keep on extracting wisdom keep on extracting this that the entire intellectual things and you know everything we'll say we discovered and we'll just modify it and it will exist that way so it should benefit us directly all the time so they created a scientific journal until date it's a it's a it's the only scientific journal where un, unless a scientist today is published has published into that royal journal they are not considered as a very good scientist their whatever they have invented or discovered it's not called as a genuine discovery or something so you see today what happens is no matter which whichever country you go to the scientific research where lots of money is being poured in that entire science is happening only and only to benefit the power structures the government the authorities nowhere else it's not for the mankind not for the upliftment of mankind all kinds of war weapons research 
all kinds of chemical weapon research all kinds of uh, whatever kind of research even the money these days that pharma industries put into research even their labs everything is controlled by how this can help the organization become much more bigger and greedier in this way or that way you see at today the medical science has become nothing but just the speaker the doctors are nothing but the you know seller of medicine from this pharma or that pharma whichever pharma company they are getting most benefits from so it became that bad it it is that bad now so what you call science today is nothing but a very filtered down very you know censored kind of very much manipulated kind of information that is there nobody these days rarely anybody anywhere is doing the science which is for the upliftment of the mankind war war weapons it's not for the upliftment of the consciousness it's not for the upliftment of the mankind it's to do the business of war viruses are being you know created in all kinds of labs around the world and then first you create a virus then you create a vaccine wow very good business right then you create another virus then you create another vaccine then because virus has a life life of its own it will go on mutate and you can go on creating vaccine after vaccine after vaccine so this is the nature of science so the reason i am explaining all this is because today if you see i have seen lot of people when we talk about spirituality when we talk about yoga when we when we say yoga yoga se gyanam right means the wisdom of yoga happens through yoga means you are the elaborate this is the lab actually your own existence human existence your own subtle body your own physical body is the lab laboratory and you are the scientist okay so you learn from your own direct experiences you learn from the experiences of those who have done similar experiments of transformation on themselves so you learn from them but ultimately it's you who has to experiment and learn from direct experience you are the scientist so but today when you try to people have become so negligent about the fact that there is a direct experience and they want to just undermine everything and say okay this is not backed up by this modern science well understand what modern science is today first what science is and how it is different than the ancient science and what it is for what's it, what what is the agenda of this modern science so called science and scientists and the companies who are putting money into it and the authorities and power structures and the countries and everything just learn learn all that seriously ponder all, all that and see what is democratic science what was the ancient science why was this why was it so successful why thousands and thousands and thousands of proof exist 
just because something has not been stamped by that royal society or the journal of from the europe some journal or some scientific journal from america or uk or some place you will not consider it a legitimate thing where well, you are a fool you haven't paid attention to the world around you and just because you are an you are a spiritual seeker well spiritual seekers are scientists actually because they are experimenting on themselves directly they're learning from direct experience direct perception which is not limited to the perception that you have from your five senses six senses instead it involves the subtle body as well subtle elements subtle parts of your own existence subtle dimensions of your own existence it involves all that so all spiritual seekers are actually scientists but you want some authority figure or some other figure to say okay no this is approved by science you go ahead with that <laughs> or this is approved you know ayurveda is not approved or you know backed by science the medicines the way ayurveda looks at life or a human body or energy body or how the balance should be maintained or the yogic science okay this person has this experience that experience now yes not all everybody is a very good scientist do in this community of spiritual seekers not everybody is a very good level of scientist yet okay and there are reasons like how much inclined you are how much you really want just that or how profound or pure is your knowledge basically did you ever read sankhya darshan nyaya darshan six six darshan is a must for a spiritual seeker because it doesn't let you deviate it always and always tells you by learning the shat darshan six philosophies you are always very sure about if you are learning a wrong kind of a wisdom from your own experience which is very much a possibility right it helps you avoid those wisdom related knowledge related pitfalls so after 30 years of meditating or 30 years of doing yoga you are able to reach somewhere you are able to attain that level of consciousness where you are supposed to be so you see that is why i am explaining all this to you that you need to understand what science is and science and spirituality and yogic seekers or scientists are not very different from each other okay and try to learn different things in the world around you try to see them the way they are truthfully see the big picture learn to pinpoint the truth and learn to separate the truth from the untruth existential truth the bigger picture try to separate that from all that which is you know not permanent which is impermanent and that which is not of existential reality you see and that way you will succeed 
you will gain pure wisdom and pure wisdom or the wisdom is directly connected to the ultimate freedom in you namaste jai shiva oh